world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Oh, God. Why do you do this to me all the time? Every time. That's why we YouTube Every it now. Time. So today's cigar is a baby little brick house. Baby brick house. Shout out to Cigar that? Room, uh, New Jersey, Cigar Room NJ Are in they Fort that Lee. Way? Yeah, no, just, it's just a walk in the dog size. Carlos, the owner of Cigar Room NJ, dropped off a beautiful uh, assortment for me. Oh, I that's also, actually a nice looking cigar there. Yeah, it's a shorty fatty. It's yeah. a nice walk in the dog cigar. Yeah. So everyday carry today, no knife today. Today, I'm carrying a ball-peen <laughs> hammer. Why? Round it. Why? Well, it's hammer time. It's hammer time? It's hammer time. Okay. I'm going to tell you why it's hammer time. Yes. It's because the Supreme Court, after this whole circus, is 5-4 now. Mm-hmm. And states like New Jersey are going to get it. Okay? We've heard this before from Bach and a few other people that they've been oppressing us for so long that... Lewis Knappen posted something that was phenomenal. He's basically like question behind the question today where he says to a prosecutor, are you sure you want to pursue this or do you want to just drop it? Because if you pursue it, you're going to be taking a chance with a 5-4 Supreme Court. Okay, because New Jersey has been so unconstitutional for the past 35, 40 years, as Jay Factor always says. And it's time that a case is going to make it, either it's California, New York, or New Jersey, a case is going to make it to the Supremes. And with the Supreme Court being 5-4, and no one's taken up my offer to take Ruth Bader Ginsburg ziplining yet. I'll pay. All expenses paid, flight and everything. She, she don't class. look good, dude. I wow. Know, she, yeah, she, I she saw her at the uh, swearing-in ceremony. She doesn't even, I mean, she can't even run a coherent sentence. How does she, How we should stop Law this. clerks. We we really should stop this. Yes, right. I, yeah. I, I, she looked I, like an old crow or something. Her head down, uh, eighty five years old. So it's hammer time for the six states that are violating our constitutional rights. Is all I have to say. What's going to happen? In, six and, you know, and counting. Six and counting. Well, they have other problems, other states. But Scott Bach has said that because states like New Jersey have been so so restrictive to our constitutional rights and our right to carry and our right to possess, et cetera, and our right to defend ourselves, that when a case finally makes it to the Supremes, boy, are they going to be in big trouble. Yeah. Uh, if you do not belong to New Jersey Firearms Syndicate, uh, New Jersey Firearms Owner Syndicate on Facebook, that's Mark Cheeseman's page, you need to get on it because J Factor has been posting awesome, awesome videos of the history of gun control in the United States and especially New Jersey, Burton versus Sills. and uh, He's just been posting these 20-minute, 30-minute videos. You need to educate yourself on that. And also, we've gotten a little bit of shot in the arm, but their case, uh, the cheeseman Gillard case, is a self-funded case. And uh, Gillard is going to come up because he's going to uh, take a shot at the fireman gun we're giving away. That's something else I'm talking about. And we'll have these guys on the show again. Jay Factor, we need to do like a 12-hour show if he's going to come up yeah. and, and talk. Talk, but he's incredible. Yeah, their 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 concealed carry case, right to carry case, is uh, uh, Cheeseman Gillard, but it's a go to GoFundMe restore 
slash carry slash NJ. Uh, Google it, Restore Carry NJ GoFundMe, and send them $25, dollars $500, $500 or whatever. Uh, Walter Haas outbid me in his donation, which means I'm going to be stepping it up again. He pissed me off. Uh, Scott Bach has donated to the case, and this is a self-funded case. New Jersey, uh, ANGRPC, and NRA have a lavishly funded concealed carry case uh, from the, their uh, law firm in the city in D.C. that's heading towards the Supreme Court as well. So we're doing the best that we can to get something to the Supremes, but it's hammer time, okay? That's what I want to say uh, that, at that point Is that point like Miller now. time? Uh, almost. No, MC Hammer. Uh, so I got an award, you know, I talk about our future and paying it forward. I got another major award. The Boy Scouts of America, the Northern New Jersey Council, would like to thank their station sponsor, Gun for Hire, for the 2008 Sporting Clay shooting event at Orvis, Sandinona, in Millbrook, New York. And Grant and uh, Fran Bonacorsa dropped it off to me. It's a beautiful wow, plaque. Beautiful they also plaque. brought us uh, they brought us shooting vests as well. We bought nice. all of the uh, ammo. We donated all the ammo oh, for the wow. event. There was over 100 scouts and scout leaders that attended. So, again, I always talk about this that in, at Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range. We're not just a gun range. We're the tip of the spear in the two-way fight in New Jersey. Okay. I'm the only range owner in the state of New Jersey that sticks his neck out personally and professionally. Boy, could I tell you stories. <laughs> Risk my freedom. <laughs> yeah. Spend a lot of my money. Go down to Trenton and call people out. So not only are we, we not the best gun range in, in the United States, our two-way activism is bar none. We have a Gun for Hire two-way page. If you Gun for Hire, if you Google Gun for Hire forward slash number two letter A, look at our two-way page and look at my videos and look at the involvement that we do. But this was uh, it was humbling to get this from the scouts because you know they're our future, and yeah. I never say no to anybody. Uh, the Saw Group, the Second is for everyone. So other anybody could open a gun range, but if you want a gun range that's active and fighting for your rights behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, forward of the scenes, we're the ones that. Do do it. I'm the one that do it, does it because my calling was this. Yeah. Gun range yeah. came second, but my calling was activism, and unity and activism is key. Three guys just showed up this morning. They're uh, softball coaches. They're here for a world tournament or something, softball league tournament. Wow. They Googled us. They left their hotel. Three guys, they come here to shoot, so they're walking around. One guy shows me he has a pistol permit in San Diego. Not a carry, but a shooting permit, range permit. So I said, what do you think about my place? He goes, buddy, I've never been in a range that's so clean, nice, and friendly as, and safe as yours. He goes, you need to open one in San Diego. And I said to him, San Diego? <laughs> I would rather rub glass in both my eyes than open one in San Diego. I was crazy enough to do this in New Jersey. Oh, my God. You know? yeah. Other people out there in the two-way community, other people that own gun businesses in this state, they hide their head in the sand. I'm the only one that's out there all the time. I'm the only one that had the seeds to invite Loretta Weinberg in this, yeah. in this studio yeah. and in his range and risk it all. Did I achieve anything? Thing. No, I humanized us, but well, I'm the only I don't one know. that does that. I think that. we did achieve something there because I think, it, if anything, she came here and had one huh. idea and left with an entirely different idea. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. You know, I, is it going to change the way she legislates? Probably not, because she really does believe. But at least we were able to dialogue, and that's what this really should Correct. be about. We were able to dialogue without screaming at one another. She's a reasonable person, but she really does believe that what she is doing is the right thing to do. What sticks in my crow is what you say all the time. She says, well, we pass a bill, make it a law, and let the courts sort it out. Yeah. And Scalia used to lecture about that all the time, right. that justices should not be doing that. No. Lawmakers should be doing their job right. so that it's not, it doesn't yes. have to be decided by the courts. Right. That's our problem. 
So uh, remember, Gun for Hire is the tip of the spear. I'm running for a board seat, but if you Google Gun for Hire forward slash number 2A, you'll see what I'm talking about. So uh, Patty and I celebrated our two-year anniversary last weekend, and seven months ago I bought two floor seats, 25th row center for Eric Clapton, one of my favorite artists. Yeah, He's 72 years old. I don't even want to tell you what I paid for the tickets. Yeah, I could just. I don't even want to tell you, but I decided. (laughs) Was it worth it, though? I I decided I want to do it. Well, I've seen Clapton 10, 11, 12 times. He used to engage in the audience. He came out, he did, uh, first of all, Jimmy Vaughn opened, very good. Uh, Gary Clark Jr., you close your eyes, you think you're listening to Hendrix, extremely good. They both opened. Clapton came out, said hello, did 13 songs. Came out and did an encore with uh, Vaughn and, and Gary Clark Jr. That was really good closer. But that was it. So he, it? Yeah, yeah, I expected a lot more than that. But let me tell you what happened. We're in the last row of Section A, 25th row. Couple to my right. Now, everybody there is over 50 years old. Oh, yeah, of course. Couple to my right, uh, vet from Miami. They flew up for three days to see Clapton. They paid stupid money for the tickets, too. He's bragging to me and Patty how many doubles he's drinking. By the time Clapton came on, he was stupid drunk, and he kept falling, and he kept falling into me. Clapton is playing acoustic Layla, and this Jagoff, slow hand, I love you. He's screaming at the top of his lungs, slow hand, I love you. Eric, I love you. Everybody behind him yelling. To the front right of us, Sandy, this guy in his mid-60s with his wife, the couple in front of us gets up to do something. He puts his 32-ounce plastic cup Sprite on their seat. The seat flips closed, and Patty and I get 32 ounces of Sprite on our feet, her open-toed shoes, our our pants, and the floor. Are you serious? No. And I looked at him and said something. just looked at me. (laughs) And then the couple in front of me... Definitely entitled, entitled Long Island or New York, somewhere in the five boroughs, liberals, stood the whole concert. Directly in front of you? Directly in front of us. With people behind them yelling, sit down, I paid good money for these tickets. And the husband yelling, shut up, we paid good money for our tickets too. I will never go and sit in a pit or do anything like that again. Stupid money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stupid money. Ruined my night. I hate people. (laughs) <laughs> I hate people. You know what? If it was full of gun people, it would have been completely different. Oh, completely yeah. different. Absolutely. I hate, I hate people. Especially if everybody was carrying. I hate people. But it is New Jersey. You're right. Yes. It, it is absolutely. That is, if, that is New the York, cancer, New Jersey area. That is this area. Yep. Ugh. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. 
It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you, in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. The world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. Listen to this and other episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and On Demand. This segment of our show is being brought to you by 2A chiropractor Dr. Henry Medallion. We've been telling you about Dr. Medallion for quite a while now. But here's Jen, a listener and a busy mother of three, to tell her story. I'm a mom of three kids, and um, I've got two herniated discs, and I have some sciatic issues. I couldn't stand for more than 10 minutes, literally. I just I would be in pain, and I'd sit, sit down like I was an 80-year-old. And I've been going to doctors for like four years. The traditional doctors, they do the steroid shots. I've got nerve ablations, and nothing seemed to hold for more than maybe six months. I'd always have to go back to that traditional thing, which always seemed to be a Band-Aid effect for me. And I heard Dr. Medallion and all the different ways that he approaches things, not just one particular avenue. There are a lot of different tools in his toolbox, so to speak. So I was like, why not try him out? So I went down there, tried him out. Now I'm able to stand and walk around and be a lot more mobile than I was before. So that's a huge, huge change. So if you're in pain, take it from Jen. Relief is just a click away. Dr. Henry Medallion, Medallion Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, M-A-D-A-L-I-A-N dot com. Anthony? Uh, I'm here. Support Dr. Medallion. Uh, seems like you took care of that. Nice commercial, Sandy. Okay, so I talked about the Cheeseman Gillard case. You'd be surprised how many people on Mark's New, Jer uh, uh, New Jersey Firearms Owner Syndicate, how many people still like don't even understand that the mag ban is going on, or and they're asking what's the NRA doing, what's <laughs> ANRBC doing. But These are the same people who hide. So in I, the I coined a new term, okay. a new acronym: SMP, Social Media Patriots. One oh. who bitches and complains online, but never leaves the comfort of home and only spends money on video games and Pornhub. <laughs> 
Okay? <laughs> That's perfect. SMP, Social SMP. Media That's Patriots. What call it. SMP. Somebody put that? that on Wikipedia and yeah. somebody put that on Urban Dictionary. Yes. Social Media Patriot, one who bitches and complains online but never leaves the comfort of home. You're in big trouble. Me? Ron Sousa, you're in big trouble. Yeah. The ACLU came out against the Kavanaugh nomination. Your organization that you have a card. Sousa wants you to burn your card. I already did. Alan Dershowitz burned his ACLU yes, card. So did I. Why? Good, you did. They came out against the Republican nominee, all right? Because most of the money coming from the, to the ACLU, obviously, is from liberals, all right? Yep. They don't, they've never recognized the Second Amendment, no, never. the ACLU. So the ACLU is dead to me. Oh, my God. Look, I'm so excited. The ACLU <clears throat> is freaking dead to me, Sandy. I'm sorry, to, but that's you know, it. You know me. I, I join all the organizations just to see what they're doing on the other side. But uh, when it came to, and you, you know uh, you know my friend Ron Kuby. Yes. You know, we, well, we met him in a city once. We met him in a city, right? Yes. And uh, Kuby Ponytail. burned his card, too. Now, Kuby, you can't get any more liberal than Ron. I, I mean, Ron is—he's—he's he's a radical liberal, and he's—and but one thing that I do respect about Kuby is the fact that he is—he's kind of a strict constitutionalist liberal because he's—he's he's a lawyer, and he goes based on law. Law is the law to him is what firearms freedom is to you. Correct. Is about the only way I can put it. Ron, uh, Ron Sousa said that, why was the ACLU silent when Michael Cohen's office was raided by the FBI and yeah, they right. took his client's exactly. files? Right. Why was the, a ACLU, the ACLU's national political director is a former Democratic Party operative, Faze Shakir. He was asked why the ACLU got involved in a Kavanaugh confirmation. And he admitted, people have funded us and I think they expect a return. Yeah. So it's just a lobby getting, group yeah, now. He's getting funded by Soros. The ACLU used to mean something. The ACLU, the ACLU was there for, uh, I'm a big First Amendment guy, and they were always big on the First Amendment. And and that changed somewhere, I'm going to say, uh, prior to Obama or maybe just after Obama. Wow. Uh, and and it, it just went, and that's about the time that I stopped supporting uh, or even even sending money into them. That camera went down. I don't know how to do it again. I'm going to try it like this. Let me see. We're, no, that one go down? No, that one's still on. Yeah. Our, our YouTube stuff is not working as uh, as expected. The camera's shut down by themselves. Later on, at the, the end studio, of the show, so. we're going to videotape me hitting a GoPro camera with a... <laughs> with a ball-peen ball hammer. hammer. I'm going to hit that camera with the flat end, this camera with the round end, the peen end, and we're going to see which one does the most damage. I don't know, okay? because I see pictures on both sides. Yeah, but it went off. I just turned it back on. Nice. So, uh... Joey Grimaldi says to me, he sent a letter to you, Sandy, if we get rid of the two-party system, what would we replace it with? Three, four, multiple party, or just individuals and term limits? Joey wanted to know. What's your insight and input on that? Well, you know, I have to go back to uh, the founders and what the founders said on that. I, you know, I, underst I understand that we think that the two-party system is a good thing because we've been... It's a one-party system. It's, it absolutely is. A it's us and them. It is a, yeah, it is a uniparty. Political elites right. and the unwashed masses. Right. And, uh, you know, it, the more political parties you have in the in the race, the better off it is. It doesn't really... It, it doesn't help any to have two parties that are basically owned by special interests. And but, the rich, repulsive elites. Right, exactly. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. He didn't answer the question yet, Joey. I, by I, I the will way. read this to you from George Well, uh, George Washington's farewell address. He warned us about this. Uh huh. 
He's, uh, I'm going to read just this one paragraph from there. It serves always to, dis- he's speaking of the two-party system, right? It serves always to distract the public councils and uh, enfeeble the public administration. It agitates the community with ill-founded jealousies and false alarms. See if any of this stuff rings true with what's going on right now. Um, it agitates the community with ill-founded jealousies and false alarms, Hmm. kindles the animosity of one part against the other. uh, Can you talk to your uh, people uh, in your family or your friends? There are families who don't speak to one another because of what's going on with the two-party systems, the my side versus your side nonsense. It foments occasional riots and insurrection. This is Washington speaking. Yes, exactly. It opens the door to foreign influence and corruption. Does Russia, China, radical Islam, Antifa, these made-up terms, and national socialists, does that ring a bell with anybody? Um, You know, uh, it facilitates access to government itself through the channels of the party passions. So, anytime you have election tampering going on, you've got one side against the other. Do you realize what Google can do and has done and what Facebook is doing? The other day I had uh, a message come on to my my watch that Anthony got me um, that said, you probably got the same message, right? Uh, Remember to register to vote. Yeah. Okay. Now, most Apple product owners are liberals. Yep. Right? So who who are they courting? This is the same, uh, this is an in-kind contribution. The same thing happens with Google. During the last campaign, and it wasn't very heavy done, but Google it now admits through, you know, through their memos that Hillary Clinton, if you Googled Hillary Clinton, you got nothing but page after page after page of positive Correct. information about her. If you Googled Trump is... It would have come up corrupt, racist, right. this, right. all the autofills. Right. If you did it, Hillary Clinton is, it comes up Secretary of State running for president, right. running the Clinton right. Foundation. Right. Of course, of course. Right. They're all ogliarchs. Ogliarchs? Oligarchs. Oligarchs. But here, John Adams. I'm going to leave you with Adams this. and Jefferson started the fighting of the two-party system, Absolutely. by the way. Absolutely. They're the first two yeah. to throw mud. Go ahead. Right, right. There's nothing which I dread so much as a division of the republic into two great parties each arranged under its leader and <clears throat> i can't do boy it's, it's hard to read this he's retarded and, um and concerning measures uh in opposition to each party this is my humble apprehension to be dreaded as the greatest political evil of our constitution because we know that instead of having one king, we now have two kings. Mm-hmm. And those are kings of the parties. And you know it as well as I do. People, our own family for generations has walked into that voting booth and just pulled the lever on the D party or the R party. In our families, it was always the D party uh, because that's our side. They don't care about issues. They don't care about the people running. If you get rid of the parties, we now actually have to investigate the person running and see what the friggin' issues are that they believe in. 100%. If you want to see a a good example of this, comedic value, Netflix, a movie, Moon Over Parador, Richard Dreyfuss is in it. 
He's a, an actor, and he happens to be in a South Amer- made-up South American country when the leader dies, but he looks just like the leader, so he body doubles it. But the, when the leader was alive, he was advertising that this was the first time they were having free and democratic elections in their country, and the people got to vote for red or vote for blue, and it was the same dictator's picture. <laughs> On both of them. <laughs> pretty much. So, it's pretty damn close. That's what we have now, Joey. Absolutely. I agree. I, I also got a, uh, <clears throat> I got an email from Eric Spinks. He listened to episode 384 the other morning, and he wanted to clarify that Pennsylvania legislature did not pass the extreme protection order bill. They passed a different bill, HB 2060, which was bad enough, but it wasn't the same as New Jersey's extreme protection order bill. But still, they're passing stuff that's infringing on our rights. So right. move to Pennsylvania, they said. Well, move the, to Florida, what about, they said. What about the, uh, the disgraced attorney general <clears throat> who now we can't carry in the state of Pennsylvania? Correct. Correct. She's in prison, by the way. Yeah, but that law is still there. Yeah, and it's not going to be reversed because the attorney general they have now, again, is from uh, Philly or Pittsburgh, which was another liberal anyway. (laughs) So it doesn't matter. You know, Sandy, talking about the party systems, the average age of Democratic leadership is 72 years old. The average age of Republican leadership right now is 48 years old. That's interesting. Yeah, it is Yet the Democrats always seem to Old attract... white guys. Yeah, but they seem to attract the young people. You know, every, the, the, the young Look, liberals and the socialists all run to the Ma- Democrats, and the average age is 72. Stalin called the useful idiots. Useful right? idiots. Because, I mean, they're, 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 I remember the old Rush Limbaugh used to call them skulls full of mush, and actually it really was... It is true. I mean, we... we Churchill, right? If you're under 40 and not a liberal, you don't have a heart. If you're over 40 and you're, you're still a liberal, you don't have, have a, brain. a brain. It's true. But, all, but so all of these youngsters, they, they just go for that. You you, you know, it's funny. Um, by the way, Ron Sousa, did you and Annette get married yet? I, I, I keep forgetting <sighs> to bring that up there. Did you uh, see this article in the New York Post? It, all the Hamptons millionaires and billionaires are building million-dollar panic rooms to hide from MS-13. Because there's so much MS-13 this is Long out Island? in Long Island. Yeah. All really? out in the Hamptons and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. East Quahog, Montauk, and everything. Really? Yeah, they're building one uh, one client. It's This is the New York Post article. Just Google Hamptons millionaires build Lux, L-U-X-E, panic rooms. One guy spent $100 million on security on his house. <laughs> but he doesn't want a wall at the border. Yeah, he doesn't want... <laughs> The, the level I had I had an exchange with Walter Haas on this. The level of hypocrisy oh, absolutely. is unbelievable. But they don't see it. They don't see it in themselves. They so really what, don't. what they're doing is these people are actually taking media or theater rooms and outfitting them into panic rooms with steel doors, like concrete bunkers under the house. So we go down and watch movies. But if the shit hits the fan, they go down there, they press a button. They have like food and water for like six months, communication, guns, <laughs> ammo, and everything. And they're out there like Tom Steyer and Mike Bloomberg donating hundreds yep. of millions You're of right. dollars to elect anti-gun Democrats. That's right. The hypocrisy knows no bounds. And the Democratic Party is no longer the Democratic Party that we grew up. The Democratic Party now is communist. Correct. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. 
When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you read the article. The link is there. Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Survey question first. Who wants the shitbaggerator commercial back? Please email talkback at gunforhireradio.com. I've been getting a lot of requests. Sandy dropped it. I hate him. Do not forget gun sitters on Route 10 East in Whippany. They have a second location in Easton, PA, and they're opening up one in Salisbury, Maryland, and one on the Big Island of Hawaii. Gunsitters.com and their military division weapons guard, you need them. Go on Gunsitters.com and check out their products and services. Tell Eric and Vince Anthony said hello. If you go out to the uh, Easton, PA, it's the Kotzes, uh, K-O-T-Z. They're good people, and tell them I said hello. Uh, also, let's talk about this. What else do I have to talk about? You're really starting to aggravate me. I have a couple more letters I'd like to knock out. I've been knocking them for weeks and weeks. So, Sandy, we have this fan from the U.K. He came here for a wedding, and he was here for three weeks, and he came here to shoot almost every day for the three weeks he was here. And his name is Kieran, K-I-E-R-A-N. Hey, Kieran. He got to meet Winston, took a picture with me. Oh, yes. great. 
And uh, he also brought a friend, a female, who was on the fence about shooting the third or fourth time he came, and then she came with him every day after that, <laughs> wearing her gun-for-hire shirt. Wow, that's so he wrote, hello, Marvin and Anthony. I can't stress enough how much Olivia and I enjoyed our time at gun-for-hire. You and your team took care of us like we were family. Olivia had such a good time that she is ready to pack her bags and move to New Jersey to work on your reception <laughs> desk. <laughs> I have only been home for three days, and I'm already itching to get back behind a trigger. Another trip to America is definitely in the cards after I clear my credit card. Until we meet again, possibly in the U.K. if you visit. Marvin's wife is from the U.K., by the way. I will continue to listen to the radio show and practice my drills. Take care, Marvin. Thank you. And Anthony for having us. Kirian. Okay. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, uh, he was a really great guy. Came here out here for a wedding. He brought a couple other of his mates here to shoot and everything. So, and he was here almost every day. He's like, is Winston here? So I brought him <laughs> in my office to meet Winston. We took a picture together and everything. And uh, it's just good people. I love uh, spreading the, the love out there. I got a, an email from uh, John Petrolino III. What is the law concerning illegal aliens and firearm ownership? I feel if New Jersey is going to push so they get driver's license, they should be able to get FIDs as well. Maybe there is a big lawsuit in there it so i emailed devin knappen and knappen's response was uh, quite cryptic he goes prohibit it space 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 at the moment <laughs> okay i w- won't be long before an illegal can can yeah. uh they just released how much it's costing the state now with illegals getting uh, uh their county college education paid for for free i haven't re- i haven't read it yet i'm mm-hmm. gonna look next week we'll discuss it uh because it'll hit the to. airwaves all right oh my god my, yeah. my eyes are going to bleed. Yeah. Remember our buddy Kurt Andrews from yes. the middle of nowhere in Indiana? Yes. He wrote, he has a good quote, Every time I see an adult on a bicycle with a gun, I no longer despair for the human race. <laughs> he's, a, he's a big bike rider, and he asked me a question. He goes, I have a question that I would like your input over. I have been uh, road biking for a couple years, and uh, he's been attacked by two dogs. The wow. latest one was just a couple weeks ago. The second dog bit his leg, and it was a feral dog. And he had ah. to go to the ER, and he had to get rabies shots. Okay? Oh, my goodness. There's a ton of dogs, koi dogs and coyotes in his area, and there's an increase in uh, uh, that stated that rabies is also in an increase. He currently carries bear spray, but I've been thinking about carrying a small, light three eighty auto pistol instead. And he asked me about the Diamondback DB380. Now, that has a firing pin block safety. Um and it's only eight and a half ounces. That's a really good gun to carry. He's just worried about if he gets into a crash or he yeah, falls or a dog attacks him. He also said he's a lifetime member of the NRA and he enjoys my YouTube videos now. I post my rants on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. You can find me. Okay. You yeah. can find me. And uh, so, Kurt, I, I, I responded to Kurt in an email and I said the 380 is good, but ballistically, the 380 is a weak round. And I would rather see him carrying a five-shot revolver, to yeah, be honest. like we care. Yes, less apt to go off by accident yeah. if you fall. Uh, it's pretty idiot-proof. So put it on your list. And if you, you, you want to worry about your budget, the Ruger LCR uh, would be a great way to go. Get it in 38 plus P. You don't even have to go with the 357. Get it in 38 or 38 plus P. And uh, obviously, you're in Indiana. You can carry hollow points. But to me, that with the two um, uh, speed strips, 
you know, with oh, the yeah, six right, rounds right. on each one yeah. would be 12 and 5. You have 17 rounds at your disposal. But, but for the now... the strips don't take up a, a lot of room at all flat. in the pocket. They're, they're flat. flat. Yeah. yeah, but for now, the Diamondback is definitely the way to go. But the polymer frame and everything of the Ruger LCR would be good. You don't have to worry about your body sweat and everything, yeah. you know, rusting yeah. and corroding it. Yeah. I would recommend weekly after bike riding, uh, oiling that gun down and wiping it off, just spraying it with some oil or rubbing it down with the oil on all the inside and outside surface, surfaces, and then dry it with a rag and let it sit overnight, you know, to dry it. Once a week is fine. You don't have to do it daily. But I would do that once a week on your final ride on Sunday or something, just because, you know, the sweat and salts from mm-hmm. your body and everything could slowly but surely attack it. But, Kurt, uh, thank you so much uh, for your support. We, we really appreciate it. I, I got a, an email from uh, Stephen Shorter. Uh, a huge email from Stephen Shorter. Stephen Carrion came across the pond to, to visit, you know, but he apologized for his radio silence. He's been kept busy moving house, and he had barely time to talk. But he goes, that's okay. Life gets in the way. Uh, but he's writing a sh- he wrote a short story and essay about things got to where they are. And he wrote, the fight against the encroaching tide of anti-gun fanaticism is raging here in the U.K., as well as over here in the U.S. A recent push to outlaw 50 BMG rifles and certain rapid-firing rifles, which I mentioned in a previous message to you, has been hijacked by more radical elements of the Labor Party who are attempting to be seen to be doing something bold in a year (laughs) when London alone has seen over 120 murders with knives and guns. These sur- self-serving MPs have inserted causes into the clauses into the bill that would restrict the use of air rifles by children to junior members of gun clubs. This oh would goodness. this would stop the last bastion of youth yep. shooting. That's what it's all That's about. That's what it's all about. Yeah. The scouts from introducing the next generation to shooting and positive gun culture instead of leaving their only exposure to guns to Hollywood movies and video games. Mm-hmm. All violence. All violence. Nothing whole, yeah. wholesome, right. right? Exactly. The thing about this process, which I found interesting, was that during early consultations on this bill, many legal experts gave evidence that attacking law-abiding gun owners was totally ineffective way to, to fight crime. These points were acknowledged verbally, but the bill's authors, who promised to take a closer look how they might work with the shooting community rather than banning things outright, a step in the right direction, we thought. Then, when the consultation process ended and the bill came back with its first round of editing, not only were the problematic segments still there, but the aforementioned new segments had been added. Because that's what happens. We go yeah, there right. to Trenton, thing, like right. we do. We go to Trenton, we try to educate them, and they yep. take our education and they turn it against us. Of course. Okay. They're like, oh, we missed that part. Correct. He says, it just goes to show you that most politicians employ the smile and nod approach to dealing with dissent. Pretend you care and then do what you were originally going to do anyway. Public masters. They're not public servants anymore. All right. like that for a long time. He says they're fighting back. Their local gun club, along with a lot of other British rangers, have been inviting local MPs to visit and shoot and to learn more about the world of guns. Though, as expected, many didn't reply, of course. A surprising number have responded. Responded and visited the local clubs, but uh, clubs. But I've seen a groundswell of letters from those MPs saying they will certainly express our concerns to Parliament. Yeah, <laughs> grandstanding. It might seem like a bit of doom and gloom message, but I'd like to just end on a high note by repeating the sentiments of my pro- uh, previous message: that there is always a way forward, and it's always worth fighting on. I don't have kids yet. I'm too young, dumb, and, well, you know how that rest goes. My missus isn't ready to settle down yet. But when I do, I want to be able to hand my son or daughter a small piece of me that they can carry with them for the rest of their lives, a skill and an appreciation for a timeless 
tradition. So take a leaf out of the politician's book. When they scream at you for being selfish and set in your ways, try to twist them into a bad guy for liking to sh- and try to twist you into a bad guy for liking to shoot, hunt, smoke, drink, or whatever else is fashionable to hate. Just smile, nod, and carry on doing what you're doing because you know they will. All the best, Stephen Shorter. Yeah, absolutely right. As you guys can see, it's not just us. Our 50 states are under attack, but the U.K. too. They pretty much banned guns outright for people yeah, to carry, right. and now they want to ban the youth shooting programs in the country so that, again, the only exposure they get is the murder and mayhem of Hollywood, and that's all our politicians care about, all right? And it's, it's horrible that we live in this state of, uh, of gun grabbing. I talked before we went on the last break, you know, Tom Steyer and Mayor Bloomberg, they're racing. They're donating hundreds of mm-hmm. millions of dollars Absolutely. in states where they're trying to out pro-gun Republicans to elect anti-gun Democrats. Right. And they're going to do it. They're going to focus one or two states at a time. Look at what they're doing to Ted Cruz in, in, in Texas. With Beto With O'Rourke. Beto. 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 <laughs> Richard O'Rourke. But he goes by Beto. I don't understand what that means, but well, it just—he's uh, trying to uh, uh, appear that he is Hispanic in nature, uh, when Ted Cruz actually is Cuba. Latina, of yeah. Cuban descent, Latino, right? Yes, Cuban. You think you Ted Cruz? You give me some cigars, man, and me <laughs> and my buddy Manuel from Miami and Scarface, we will get the votes for you. That's right. How was that yes. good? That was very good. I, I, uh, Last email, Linda Rose. Hey, don't know if you ever checked out the work at Hillsdale College. Yes, I subscribe. Dennis Prager and everybody else uh, as part of that. They do really good work. Some of the things they offer through their website, free online online courses. They have a great online course about Winston Churchill. Yeah, they do. I think it's a 10-part series. They also have a newsletter. I get that. Hillsdale College that covers various topics and events happening around the country. They are also involved in other things like trying to educate public school students on how the government works and the Constitution through various other programs. And they have charter schools in nine states. Good information to pass. Good information to pass on between belches on the show. Nice. Thank, Thank you. you, Linda. Oh yeah, and one more thing, you bastard. How come every freaking time you mention me on the show, you never fail to throw my goddamn age in there as well? You're not that far off, sweetie. I have a good mind to hit you over the head with a cane and foot you in the ass with an orthopedic shoe. Next time I see you, love, Linda Rose. (laughs) Love you, Linda. (laughs) She's going to kick me in the ass with an orthopedic shoe, Sandy. Love Time and memories. The two most precious things you can give someone. No cell phones, no video games, no electronic devices. No interruptions. Just your favorite gun, a couple boxes of ammo, and time spent together. The folks at Gun For Hire Woodland Park Range believe there's no time like the present. And no present like time. Step through their doors and you'll feel time stand still. It may look like a luxury shooting range, but what they really sell is the perfect day. And perfect memories are made from perfect days. Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range, where family memories begin. They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. 
Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Seven years running. Do you have your lipstick bodyguard? I do. Somebody emailed and said you should make one that looks like a cigar. A cigar? Yeah, yeah Since these good. tend to get Ooh, too security because yeah. they look like lipstick, right. you can make it like my vape cigar. Cigar bodyguard. Cigar bodyguard. you got to let them know that. Do it. So lipstick bodyguard is... Uh, you should check it out. It's available online, LipstickBodyguard.com, and it's also available on the Gun for Hire webpage, and it's also available at the range. Come and support the tip of the spear in New Jersey of the Second Amendment fight and uh, support those who support us. Speaking of that, my buddy Bob Ramo and his lovely wife Patty out in Tawanda, Pennsylvania, or Monroton, Pennsylvania. Check out ShootersGauntlet.com. ShootersGauntlet.com it has a 1,500-yard range. That's where we trained the thousand yard and the 1500 yard shoots he hosts two machine gun shoots a year wow and uh he also you can if you go on his website you can zip line while shooting so if anybody <laughs> wants to take ruth bader ginsburg zip lining there <laughs> and shooting and shooting bob we'll ramo and yeah. i will definitely split yeah. the bill absolutely so Wonderful. check out their website shootersgauntlet.com you will not be disappointed jimmy wants to build a cabin out there but bob won't let him because jimmy doesn't know how to drive in the mud <laughs> Long story. If you go on I'm Shooter's sure, Gauntlet's Facebook I'm page, sure you'll see what I'm talking about. There's a story behind Bob that. had to get his Pinsgauer, his German destroying vehicle, and pull Jimmy out of three feet deep mud, mud one time. Wow. During a storm, yeah. But these guys are the best. What uh, was Jimmy driving? It was Jimmy One walking? of my trucks. Oh, of course. My 2500 Dodge 4x4, his truck, his company vehicle. So check out ShootersGauntlet.com. Those guys are great. I'm ho- looking forward to seeing Bob at the SHOT Show again. I haven't gotten out there yet. It's a three-hour ride each way from here. Yeah. And there's beautiful hotels and restaurants out there. There used to be a huge uh, um, uh, gas industry, natural gas industry. Mm. So it built up. Big time oh. out there, and there's still gas out there, but the the build the buildup's not there anymore. But there's beautiful hotels and restaurants in the middle of paradise. Yeah, so it's definitely a trip, an overnight trip or whatever. A lot of That's our straight out Route 80, right? I don't I have no idea. I hope. Uh, look up Tawanda, PA, or go to ShootersGauntlet.com. Bob's a New York guy. Uh, you'd love him when you meet him. He's borderline crazy like me. Uh, he has no filter, politically incorrect. <laughs> Someday we're going to get him on the show. Sandy and I might take a ride out there. And oh, do, do a the show, show from, from, there, from there, like yeah. during a machine gun shoot or something. So yeah, um, uh, it, I'm, I'm firming it up now. So it's tis the season, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so glad that I got caught up on all the letters. I've been carrying a lot of these letters uh, <laughs> for like three or four weeks now. But this, this is the season now. You know, uh, daylight savings time's coming soon, uh, the end of the month. And it's going to get dark early, right? So a couple of things to think about. Every Daylight Savings Time at Gun for Hire Academy, uh, by the way, there's going to be a webpage called Anthony for Hire, and we're going to be offering about 20 seminars for free to local organizations and civic groups where we're going to come out, and we can teach safety seminars. So that's coming really soon. Next week, the uh, email and the uh, webpage should drop, but let's talk about this. Every Daylight Savings Time, batteries in our smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors, Check our fire extinguishers in our house. If you don't have at least three fire extinguishers in your house, you're not doing it right. There should be one in the kitchen at least five or eight feet away from the stove. It shouldn't be in a cabinet under the stove. 
Uh, there should be one in the garage or basement near the furnace. If you have a garage, there should be one in a garage. And there should be a third one somewhere. I have one inside my pantry door. I mounted it to the door so it doesn't get covered with recycling bags or right. anything yeah. else like that. My fire extinguishers I got from uh, George Y., who's a platinum member of the range. But you can get them from Home Depot, you know, commercial and residential use ABC extinguishers. Just get a good one, though. Correct. You should also, at this time, you should have Kitty is a good one. Yeah, Kitty's You should good. have a fire drill in your house mm-hmm. with your family. You should also have an emergency drill. That never goes over well with my wife for some Fire reason. drill? Yeah. They don't want to do <laughs> they it. They don't want to do it. They want to wait until it's right. too late. You should have I know a, how to get out of here. Yeah. There's two sh- doors. Yeah. You should have an emergency drill in your house where you teach the whole family how to do something. But now we also have Halloween coming, and it's going to get dark earlier. It's not a bad idea to give your kids uh, flashlights. Okay, novelty flashlights are a good flashlight. Light sticks, cellulose light sticks that you crack and light. You should have them for your kids for tricky treating, trick or treating. You should have them in the house in case you get a power failure. Me, Patty, the girls, they all have a bag of 50. Yeah. Michaela has 50 for her dorm, Monica for her new place with Marco. Patty has them at her place. They're I like have a buck them in my piece. house. Yeah, you can get them on Amazon.com. We sell them here, too, Gun for Hire, red. They last for about 12 hours. The red ones are nice because they don't give you night blindness. Yeah, and you don't, yeah like the, the, I'm not a big fan of the yellow. Yeah. But the blue is cute. Uh, let's talk about the kids with trick-or-treating. Every year, it tends up to be trunk-or-treating now. They have these uh, school-sponsored or community-sponsored trick-or-treating things because your kids aren't out on the street. You should inspect all your kids' candy uh, when they come home because there's a lot of bad people out there but if your kids live in an area like a small contained area and they're going to trick or treat you know there should be adult supervision i'm sorry but the adults should be hanging out in the background and if you're supervising an adult if you're texting while you're supervising the kids you're not a good supervisor you should just put a mask on too and trick or treat and have somebody else do the adult supervision mm-hmm. all right because a kid can run right out onto the street it happens all the time. All it's the time. dark out. There's leaves on the ground. Yeah. Uh, you know, you should also check candy for uh, choking hazards, all right? Any costumes the kids wear should be visible. You know, everybody wants to wear the scream outfit, you know, a black robe with a white face. That's, that's horrible. Yeah. It, re- it really is. Let the kid be Casper the Ghost if you're old enough to remember Casper the Ghost, all right? Make sure they could see through the costumes. When we were kids, we wore molded plastic ones. We couldn't see you out couldn't of them. See. And I wore glasses. So <laughs> With that glasses little string that up. broke halfway through. Yeah, it always broke, right? The little plastic, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, the uh, elastic spring. Yeah. Uh, make sure their costume's not too long so they can't trip, okay? Watch out for masks that block vision, all right? Costumes, wigs, and everything else, make sure they're flame-resistant or flame-retardant. A lot of times they'll say, and it won't, a lot of stuff's made overseas to the lowest bidders. You know, the stuff comes in dumping in its crap, and the kid can catch fire. It's happened before. Many a times, okay? Uh, yes. Make sure that accessories like swords, canes, or sticks are not too sharp or too long. Kids will walk with a cane or sword dragging across the ground. They'll hit a crack, and they'll end up poking themselves in the abdomen or the throat mm-hmm. or the face, okay? Yep. There should be no sharp edges. You, you really have to use your head here because you can't rely on the kids to do this, okay? And if you you're our age, we broke every – our parents would have been in jail. <sighs> Every rule is broken. <laughs> Every rule. They, my parents never checked my candy. No. When I went to bed you, at night, my, oh, my father took did. the Butterfinger, <laughs> and my mother took any Goldberg's Peanut Chews or Almond Joys. Remember they used it. to have those strips of paper with the dots on it? Yeah. I yeah. wasn't allowed to have them. My, mo- my mom was she a nurse. She ate them? No, she oh, was. They are You're crap. not getting that. She threw them away. They are crap. They look like pills. You know, Be but. careful if you cut a pumpkin and put a candle in it. That's also a fire hazard. Candles in the house are obviously fire hazards, especially if you have pets. If I find out that your pet jumped and got burnt with wax or something from a candle, I'd kill you, all right? 
Uh, the other thing is your house. You're going to decorate it, kids vandalize and stuff. Buy a sticker that says smile, you're on camera, or a little yard sign. And buy it from Amazon.com, even if you don't have cameras, and stick it in the grass. It will stop people from robbing stuff when you go to sleep at night, like these skeleton dogs they have and all these other things out there. You know, trim your shrubs and trees. Make sure your area is well lit, all right? Uh, you really got to use caution driving. The night before Halloween and the day after, you know, what they call it, mischief night or mm. whatever the, the terminology has to be, kids are going to be running around. I know there's less and less kids out on the street today, but kids are going to be running around, all right? And if you can park somewhere where it's well lit or in your garage so they don't mischief night you with eggs or wax or flour or whatever, or paint, God forbid, today, uh, but... Also, when kids come to your door to trick-or-treat, I wouldn't keep valuables in plain view of the kids yeah, to see. Somebody will step in your door and take your iPad or something. Right. You really sh- I know it's a shit way to live, but yeah, you know, know. you're going to get teenage kids, later teenage kids come to your house, and they're going to look, and they're going to go, wow. People masquerading with uh, kids? Correct. Did, did, yeah. you see, did you see she had a camera? On her thing? Did you see she had the new iPhone XS on her thing? Let's go back. We'll change masks, and let's go back in 10 minutes, and you distract her, and we'll steal uh, her stuff. It, it happens. It happens more often than not. Don't leave the candy outside the door, because then people are just going to take the whole bowl. Let's let's face it. That's we what's going to happen. Yeah, we, yeah, did, we yeah. did. We did, too. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> uh but I'm still alive to talk about it. But but you, the old hard plastic. Because she's just finding out now. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty blind, so I used to have to put the plastic mask over my glasses, and the first thing that would happen is my glasses would fog up. So my mother sent me out with a flammable costume, with a flammable mask that I had no visibility on, trick or treating at night in Newark. <laughs> Okay, and, and I'm 57 years old, there's, and I'm still here still to talk here. about it. Okay, because <laughs> maybe I had a little street smarts too, and maybe there was some divine intervention, and maybe I had some luck behind me as right. well. You know that all well, played sort of a factor angel into <laughs> it. Uh, and and when we weren't trick or treating, we were riding on the back ledge of the window in the in the uh, car. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny that I was involved in stuff like that, but uh going full circle back. So, it's your responsibility, parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles to take care of this stuff, but it's also your responsibility this is home safety time. It's also fall now like we talked about a few weeks ago. Now is a good time when it's still in the 60s to clean up around the house, lock mm-hmm. that ladder up, get yeah. the gutters cleaned out. Any clutter around the house, buy the rock salt. You know, I buy the calcium chloride, the the green blue one that's paw safe for yeah. Winston. I have five pounds of it. I live in a gated community. They, they they take care of the snow, but if I get a little ice, I want to touch it up. I have a metal shovel. I have a plastic shovel. Uh, now is the time to put the ice scrapers in the trunks yeah. of your car right. and make sure they work. Now is the time to buy the windshield washer fluid with yep, the deep icer cheap. in it. Now is the time to get your wiper blades changed. Yep. Okay, Because who wants to go to a service station when it's 10 below zero? Right. Anyway, now would be a great time. Check the air in your tires. Get your oil changed. Get your car serviced for the winter service. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to do it again until Let all the, the summer air out and then put all the winter air exactly. in. Exactly. Yes. Also, like I said, if you go to a reputable gas station, you can ask them to do a battery load test, too. If your battery shows that it's yeah. slightly weak, now would be a good time to replace the battery. Otherwise, the first day it's 20 below zero out, you're going to come out to click, 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 <laughs> click, click. You should also have your antifreeze checked. All right, yeah, they put right. a little dip meter in with a with a floating ball, and they tell you what percentage it is. Because if you had just added water and you diluted the antifreeze, the glycol too much, you're going to freeze your engine. Yeah. 
All right, so it's, this is a great time to do it. If, you, if you're if you itching for that brake job, but you bought a gun and decided to wait another month for the brake job, <laughs> get the brake job done this month and wait two more months to buy another gun. Christmas is coming. So these are the little things that we need to do. Uh, we need to go around a house, do an inspection. We need to take care of our kids, the neighborhood kids and everything. Listen, I'm all about today with kids and everything. Take one of your drop cams or nest cams, if you have one in the house, and put it right at the front door during Halloween for the trick-or-treating and stuff. You never know, man. Somebody come to your house with a mask and rob you at gunpoint or knife point today. Nothing surprises me. Different world today. Nothing surprises me anymore. So I would just make sure that you go through the full checklist in your house. Your kids shouldn't have candles in their rooms. No. All right, I'm serious. They, yeah. there, there should be no candles in any kids' rooms. Teenage kids, if they're 19 or 20, they want cameras, candles in their rooms. They're old enough to move out then. Right. Sorry. Right. right. Not in my house. Yeah. Not on my watch. You sound like your father now. You know what, Sandy? It's a different world that we live in today. Yeah. You know, like checking the candy. I'd be suspect. Anything open, oh, anything that looks funny or funky yeah. or off color, I would throw it out today. You know, I, to be honest, the, the price of candy is so cheap that I probably wouldn't keep anything. Uh, it, that's not a bad idea. Replacing your kid's trick-or-treat bag when they go to sleep at night with one that you made yeah, right if you have two or three kids if you know your kids like snickers and milky ways you know go go out and buy a small bag of each and while they're sleeping throw that in with a couple of jawbreakers or something like that and t- they'll remember the next day they'll think that's what they collected yeah right we do the trunk or treat at town every year jimmy wins the trophy for the best display every year so look out woodland park we're coming for our trophy again <laughs> so we have low light no light at Woodland Park, Urban Shotgun 1, Urban Shotgun 2, Holster Draw, October 25th, Urban Pistol 1, 2, and 3 at Gun for Hire, Urban Carbine 1, 2, and 3 at Gun for Hire. Check us out. Jimmy will be posting the new dates for the 1,500-yard clinics uh, for the spring. And check out Shooter's Gauntlet, please. And uh, I like the new commercial for Dr. Medallion. Support those who support us. And also remember to support Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range. We are the tip of the spear in the 2A fight in New Jersey. I'm out. If you're anywhere in the country, join everybody who comes from around the world. Today we had China, Brazil, Norway, San Diego, and Long Island in the house. Wow. Not a bad mix. Just a morning. Well, looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York, under license of Broadcast Music Incorporated. On behalf of my host, Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening and each one reach one as anthony said uh we really have some long road ahead of us uh make sure you get out there and vote i don't care how you vote just vote we love you guys see you next week winston take it away